Okay. All right, we should be live. Just make sure everything is up and running. Make sure everything's okay. good. All right, this is episode fifty-six of the First and Frame Rates podcast. Myself, VF Baller. Right now, I am with Bills Fourth, and uh, DJ said he will be here later. I think he's running late. Probably still at work or something like that. But nevertheless, I heard this you got podcast, huh? I heard he got arrested. But he got arrested? Yeah. He went to, he went to the spa. <laughs> 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 oh, We're going to get to that. Oh, hell yeah, we are. Yeah, this uh, this podcast, we talk about sports and sports gaming throughout the week. Um, it consists of three personalities. Like I said, DJ is um, will be here shortly, hopefully. And um, we just give it to you straight up, you know, to let you know how we feel about certain topics. And we always... Um, ask for feedback in other um, in various ways, whether it be on the podcast here or if it be where um, you catch us on Twitter, which is my Twitter handle is VF Baller. Bills is Bills Fourth. DJ is DJ eighty one. Or you can also catch us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Those links are in the description. Various topics that we're going to touch today, but before we go there, I want to know. Bills, how you been doing this week? Uh, busy, just really busy, but busy's good in this situation. So, yeah, um, I've been good, just just busy. How about you? Yeah, same here, man. I finally got back into the swing of things of work, so I'm actually working um my actual schedule now since you know the um you know I'm off a uh, paternal um leave. Okay. So, other than that, everything's good. You know, I'll just be trying to hurry and get back home so I can be with my son and have fun. Right. And other, you know, like I said, other than that, everything's good. Uh, it's been pretty pretty interesting this week with a lot of things going on. Actually, something that actually happened today. We're going to touch on that as well because mm-hmm. I know me and you pretty much invested our time in in that particular person and his football skills, <laughs> and we're going to go into that as well. But um, first, um, we're Somewhat late to the party because of what happens with um, our podcast. We do a podcast every week mm-hmm. and Wednesday, so we don't catch up on stories when they first break. So, um, But now it's our time to give uh, our two cents about this um, topic. Uh, Robert Kraft, um, he's the owner of the New England Patriots. He was, um, he was named in a sting, a prostitution, possibly sex trafficking sting down in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, I have been in the law enforcement business for at least seven years. I mean, I've been out of it since then, but the time I was there, you know, I was there for seven years and I know a lot of people within, especially in the Southeastern region of, um, the country. And I managed to talk to a few people and I have like the actual investigation, uh, the the actual investigation documents of that situation, of that sting. And I shared it with uh, Bills and DJ, mm-hmm. and um, I, I don't recommend putting it out there because I know a lot of people may want to see it. I don't recommend putting it out there because it actually has the victims' names of the women who were possibly sex trafficked, mm-hmm. and um, and I don't think that's actually you know, you know, it's, it's unethical. So I wouldn't do it. But we do have the details, and there's a lot of details in it of what's been going on, and um. Everybody want to say Robert Kraft is this big, you know, 
he was a big player in all this. He's not necessarily a big player. Like he was just someone that just got caught up in a situation. As of what we know now, he doesn't have any ties to the sex trafficking stuff, especially based on the documents we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he was just there attending and getting provided, getting services. <laughs> yeah. But, you are the Patriots fan, and I know um, some people would like to know your side or what you think of this whole situation, and we'll mm-hmm. go into more detail of the actual documents. I mean, honestly, I I don't think the prostitution should be illegal, so I, um, I'm kind of taking a lot of this with a grain of salt. I don't believe that he's part of any sex trafficking ring, so I also, you know, don't look at him as this bad guy that people are trying to make him out to currently be. I just think the whole thing is honestly getting a bit overblown. Um, That's just my opinion early on. I don't really have much else to say, honestly. There were a lot of gory details in there, and we got a laugh out of it. That's what I was about to ask you. What do you think about the actual documents that I sent you? Man, it was getting those... uh, those love you for long time rub downs in there, man. Right. I mean, I mean, but honestly, if you are around enough places within your city, like that shit happens all the time. It might not, ne- it might not necessarily be in a massage parlor. You know what I'm saying? Is it, that prostitution is gonna happen, illegal or legal? And it doesn't have to be a pimp involved in that. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Oh, listen, my, my thing is, I, I, I read the details. Mm-hmm. Of the, I, I read the entire document. The document is 17 pages long. Yeah. And uh, like I said, for all intents and purposes, I, I don't recommend putting it out there. I know there's been some other outlets who put out the actual Robert Kraft portion of the uh, situation they did black out the victims names but I don't think that's enough when I want to see what's going on like I said mm-hmm. I've been in law enforcement I need every detail before I make an assumption of anything mm-hmm. um, so what I did was I just called a few people I talked to a few people and they basically said look we know how to get in touch with the Jupiter Florida you know you know that area and how to get this, that, and the third. We're going to send it to you. Um, whatever happens from that, that's on you. But I mean, my thing is, I wasn't going to ever really leak it out like that anyway. I gave yeah. it to people I could, you know, I trust. Mm-hmm. And the details of, I mean, is is basically what you see in a in a in a day spa for yeah. women. Basically, I mean, it's nothing to be, you know. Uh, proud of because i mean if you're a married man or if it's a you know you have a, a significant other it's something mm-hmm. that you might not want to partake in but of course people said this a long time ago this is the world's oldest profession it yeah. happens you know right. i mean it doesn't happen not only in these day spas it happens you know in all sorts of life you know mm-hmm. i've been in situation especially during my internship when i was in college i used to go on the beat with certain officers and they would actually you know run into people who are providing these services you know on the street you Mm -hmm. know sometimes in their house sometimes you know especially in hotels i mean we we've dealt with 
I mean, it's no different than your average vice crime where you have like a drug dealer or you have somebody who's, you know, selling, like I said, prostitution or anything of that nature. Any any crime that's on the street is is basically a vice crime and it's not going to go away. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem is, is that I think that the main reason why it is illegal is because of the damage that it can be done to one's body as far as a female. And I get it because sometimes, you know, with prostitution, they uh, it really leaks over into um, drug use, um, spread of diseases, stuff like that. But yeah, um, but I mean, but I mean, the thing is, um, and obviously, I'm very conservative, but I just think any way somebody's making a living that isn't interfering with the next person's money, I don't think should be illegal. No, oh, I agree. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, there's some. There, I, I, there are some people that do this line of work, and they do it very professionally, and they are, uh, that's what they do. They, I mean, you know, they do it safe. They don't have any issues, and, you know, I mean, I don't know anybody personally, but I know mm -hmm. of the situation where there are escorts out there who, this is their line of work, and that's what they do. And I just I, think it's illegal. I, I, the re the, my theory is it's illegal because the government ain't getting a cut. That's why oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's that's I will say that's the federal reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there are some states and local, you know, um, places that actually regulate it based on safety, not necessarily tax, because some local taxes can't really tax stuff like that. Mm -hmm. you know, some state taxes can't tax though. The federal, yes, you know, they're more inclined to do so. So, I, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But um, I'm with you. I don't really care if it's legal or not. If, if a woman wants to do that to themselves, my main thing is like, be safe and get out of my face. Yep. That's all I'm Now the sex trafficking stuff, that stuff should be because like, yeah, that's, that's, different. that's totally different. Like when we read in the document, the document was basically telling us that you had um, some women that held against their will coming from China. Mm -hmm. um, if you read the beginning of the document, it says that, they have um, beds, not the beds that you have to provide services. You had beds that people were actually living in. So they, these, some of these women just live there. And this is what they do on a daily basis. You know, they don't have normal lives like we do or like your your typical female does when they get up. They want to watch TV. They want to go do this. No, they wake up and they provide services to these men. And if they don't, you know, serious, serious things can happen to them. So, yeah. Um, no, and I mean, you know, that's a totally different situation from what we're talking about. Now, let's get mm -hmm. back to the full circle of uh, the actual podcast and what we talk about. Robert Kraft has been um, charged with two misdemeanors of um, soliciting prostitution. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, like I said, they're misdemeanors. And if anything, he's going to get a fine and, and walk away. I mean, you don't go to jail for stuff like this. Mm. Uh, you rarely do. I mean, and we're talking about the average Joe. You're not, I mean, if the average Joe don't go to jail for this, where do you think Robert Kraft's going to get? Mm -hmm. Now, I understand the reputation, what he stands for, all this other stuff that he does as far as his, um, his line of work or his line of ownership of the Patriots and the things that he's done prior to all this. I mean, the guy has done great things as an owner and as a human being. So this is going to be a stain on him reputation-wise, but mm -hmm. legally, they, they, I'm not even going to say it's a slap on the wrist because these type of operations don't really involve a lot of jail time. So 
I don't I don't see much that's going to happen to Robert Kraft. What What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would defer to you as far as that's concerned, because obviously you worked in law enforcement and I haven't. Um, so, I, you know, I got to defer to you on that. As far as the reputation is concerned, it's definitely going to take a hit, which to me, you know, I'm, I'm not going to look at him any differently than the next person unless he actually has something serious, like involving this sex it, trafficking. Thing. It's two things about it. Mm -hmm. If. If he knew about the sex trafficking thing, that that he could possibly go to jail for the rest of his life. Right. If he was, if any of those women or any of those women that was in there turned out to be a minor, oh, he's done. He could be really insane. Those are the two things I'm concerned about. Yeah. As of right now, they're still investigating, but as of right now, these are the two things that he's charged with. Just you know, he's soliciting prostitution. If anything, he'll pay a fine. Mm -hmm. Um. He may, if if anything, bills he may get probation. Mm -hmm. If anything, like I said, th these these are vice crimes. It's no different from somebody get caught with smoking crack, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to How much you got? To, how much? How much crack you got on? You got less than an ounce. All right, spend a. You know, you may spend a night in jail, or if you don't, you know, if you're not prominent, if you're, I mean, if you're just a regular dude, like you know, we'll see you in court in thirty days. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that legally that he's in trouble outside of those two things I talked about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this would be under the bridge within the lease by football season, legally anyway. Right. But you know that you have the four-letter networks like ESPN and Fox and ABC and all of them. You know, they're going to try to make it bigger than what it is. And it's like, right. and I don't condone it, but. I mean, when we were, when I was in law enforcement, we did a lot of statistics on certain things. Mm. There, there's guys that do this all the time. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it's, the, it's the nature of it. A lot of guys are lonely. They don't have anybody at home. Yep. And, you know, they, they, I mean, you look at Robert Kraft, no, no disrespect to him. I mean, didn't he lose his wife like some years ago? Uh, Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You know, and it, I mean, most of these guys are old and to be honest with you, none of them won't be None of them won't have anyone to sleep with unless they are paying money. Yeah, he, he better find it. He better find a sugar baby, yo. See, this is my thing. Is um seriously like when I found out that this I was like, why he didn't just have somebody to come to him? You know what I mean? It's like, yo, come maybe he home. thought he killed two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Get a massage so, and then yeah, yeah, another like, massage. Yo, have, have her woman <laughs> come to you, man. I mean, you got the money. Have her come to come to you know. To Patriots headquarters, something like yo, this is my girlfriend. Okay, we're gonna have some alone time in office. Get out of here. Oh man, you're gonna involve Belichick and everybody in that shit. <laughs> Belichick, man, the whole team gonna be in there after a while. <laughs> you so stupid. Are <laughs> <laughs> you bringing it to Patriots headquarters? <laughs> yeah, but, but you're right. You're right. But essentially, like, overall, this yeah. is gonna be a black eye media wise. Yeah. You know, the media is gonna make it more than what it is, and you also gonna have. Uh, some people that are patriot haters are going to use this as you know as fire to whatever type of rivalry they have that has nothing to do with football. But you know how get a penalty. Huh? And we might get a penalty, even though I don't really take that penalty too serious because we don't really care about the draft anyway. But right, I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, that's another thing that we're gonna talk about before we go to the next topic. Mm -hmm. They're talking about already, you know, like he's gonna get fined to money. I know the NFL is gonna find him. Um he probably may will may be suspended for some games, which he's the owner. Why does that matter? Right. You know, um, they may take some draft picks. You know, mm -hmm. so that that's you know from the football on the field standpoint of it, 
he could, you know, that's where the team itself could be hurting as far as the draft picks. Right. The money, the team is already set. I mean, you're going to have your situation with free agency, but players come and go. Patriots always find a way to to plug people in. So that's Mm -hmm. not going to be an issue. Um, Draft picks, yeah. Patriots are one of the teams that really don't really lean on the draft too much. So, yeah, it's going to hurt at the end of the day because it is a draft pick. You never know who you could pick up. But Mm -hmm. still, the Patriots going to keep moving. It it is what it is. Yeah, it's not going to be – that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be anything crazy as far as discipline is concerned. Nothing I'm too worried about as a Patriots fan. So. Right, right. So it's like, you know, I'm not even worried about it. My main thing is, I mean, even with the two charges of misdemeanors, I'm just looking at it was it's, it's interesting to look at the documents. I mean, because I, I couldn't stop reading it when I finally got them. Um, I've always been a big fan of looking at stuff like this. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Like right now, this has nothing to do with first and frame race, but I've been studying the whole R. Kelly situation for the past two weeks. Mm. And I know based on my knowledge of what I've been doing, I mean, not only I've been in law enforcement for seven years, I've actually studied criminal justice for four. So I know, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I know enough where Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, what Robert Kraft did, all right, you got caught busted messing with some females or whatever the case may be. Compared to what R. Kelly did, this dude is a serial, you know, child molester. Mm -hmm. There's no way around that. But like I said, that's a different story for another day. Right. What I was saying was I studied this type of stuff because I find it fascinating going back to the documents of what happened at that spa in Jupiter, Florida. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how some of this stuff, like not the clients, but when the owner goes to trial, right. I, I, I really want to follow that and see how that falls in place. Because I, I can like when court TV used to be really court TV and they used to have like court like sessions on TV. I used to sit and watch that stuff. I mean, even as a child, I used to but I, I'm just a big nerd when it comes to that stuff. But anyway, right. I, I hope for the best for Robert Kraft. I mean, I don't think he's a monster or anything like that unless other things come out. Um, like I said, those two things, I hope none of them was a minor and I hope he didn't, I hope he does not know that that was a sex trafficking ring going on because they've been, they've been following these people for months, at least five months. So they got a yeah, they got a lot of stuff on that place. I'll tell you what, if he does know, and if he goes to jail for the rest of his life, that might be what the NFL steps in and starts doing shit like like us forfeiting our damn uh, Super Bowls. We've seen oh. it happen before. We've oh. seen we've seen awards getting taken away from people. Yeah, and I, 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 I doubt it, but I can see it. I, I could definitely see it. And, yeah, and that was a type of oh, we're gonna make an example out of you know. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, you got to think about it already how the NFL treats you know the whole situation with domestic violence and players hitting women and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You could imagine this right there. That right there is like taking it to like the times twenty. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, but those are the two things. Like I said, I hope he did not know that it was a sex trafficking ring, and not hope that whoever he was with. Or if any, because they only got two instances of him charged, but they said he's been there a lot of times. I just hope neither one of those times it was with the minor. If if that's it, then this it, it's going to be a real serious issue. Yeah, it is. Uh, anyway, um, let's let's jump to another topic because uh, let's talk about some well another player that's a uh, well a player that's pretty much falling off. I mean, you and I followed this guy for years, mm-hmm. um, even back in college. I mean, we thought he was the next best thing. Um, yep. He had the talent, no doubt. There, there's nobody can de- 
to this day, nobody can deny me that he does not have the they talent. They can try. Yeah, they can try. They've been trying. Yep. But they cannot <laughs> tell me that this guy does not have NFL talent. This, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he can ball. Problem is he can't get out of his own way, and it's Johnny Manziel. Recently, well, what happened as of this podcast, he has been banned from the CFL for some undisclosed reason. Um, they won't say what he's done, but based on what we know in his um his uh his history, he had to do something really, really dumb. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, it's just another situation where he can't get out of his own way. Um he's possibly would never play football again professionally anyway. And um he like I said it's it's a shame because he has so much talent and it is it's going to waste ever since he left out of the NFL. But uh what are your thoughts about Manziel getting kicked out of the CFL? Honestly, I'm um we're gonna play devil's advocate here. I don't know the details. I don't know why he was banned. So nobody, and it's not being leaked either. Nobody knows yet. Yeah, I mean, because they chose to keep those details of what he was supposed to do um, confidential to keep, you know, his eligibility to play. So I honestly, I don't really have any thoughts right now because we we don't really know that much other than the fact he was banned. It could be some bullshit reason, honestly. He seems like he's been on the straight and narrow for long enough. I don't know why he would get off that path. So I have no reason to really crucify him at this moment. And that is true, but I, I agree with that. If we really look at the situation, we don't know. It could be something as simple as his third time being late to practice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Man. You know, like, oh, he's been late consecutively. Let's let him go, you know. So I I get that, but could be curfew. Yeah, could be curfew. Could be any of those things. But when I first read this, I I immediately got upset because I'm like, dog, you were too good to have these people bothering you, regardless of what it is. Even if it's something real small, it's like, dude, you had the chance to really prove yourself again. And Mm -hmm. based on what I've know, I think he's been doing okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know for certain, but I think he's been doing okay in the CFL. But it's like, man, to me, I just look at everything that's happened, and it's just another situation, even if it's found to be nothing that he was um, kicked out of the league for, it's just more ammunition for the NFL or anybody else to throw in this guy's face. Yeah, but I think he'll end up in the AAF. You think so? Of course I do. I think he'd do very very well in the AAF. AAF. Oh, he he kill. He kill. You know. I I, I think that would be good for him. Actually, I think it'd be perfect for him because he's actually playing his type of football. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just sucks that the fact that he were he was um, he's in the limelight for a negative reason. Uh, even if we don't know what it is, just the fact that the headline mm-hmm. is out there, the right. headline makes it worse. Yeah. Um, but they're not saying what it is. Um, I'm 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 pretty sure in the next couple of uh, couple of days it will come out. Yeah, the week goes yeah, um, I know uh, Johnny put out a statement on Twitter saying he wants to thank Coach Sherman, his teammates, the CFL fans. My time was there to reestablish my love for the game of football and the work goes into it. I look forward to exploring new options within the United States. With that being said, if we can take anything out of this tweet, it doesn't seem like he did anything out of the way. Mm-mm. Because if he did, you know, it'd have been probably like let's, it's hush hush. We're just gonna 
keep it to where nobody, you know, it, we have no comment at this time. Well, and a lot of people just disappear off the face of the earth as far as social media is concerned when something like this happens. Um, in his situation, he went and immediately posted that statement, which makes me think that he really doesn't have much to hide and he doesn't really have much to be ashamed of. It might've been something petty and um, they were just looking for a reason to get rid of him because that seems to be like the whole synopsis of what they were basically saying in the first place, when they made their official statement, it just seemed like they were looking for a reason to get rid of him in the first place. Yeah. Well, we already have a lot of court. Yeah. He's your starter. So don't act like, um, don't act like he's been, this average player like he's been starting he didn't start when he first got there he earned the starting job so don't act like all of a sudden he's this throwaway player that's what kind of rubbed me the wrong way about the statement in the first place oh well you know we're confident with the quarterbacks we have apparently not because he was the starter right you know what i'm saying so i i don't know yeah and it, it, it's just interesting to see what's going to happen in the coming days and mm-hmm. what's going to happen with his career. Because I mean, I, right. I, I I'm kind of with you on this. I mean, I think he should go to the AF and mm-hmm. actually try to get back in the NFL. I think he has a very good chance. You know, especially if he hasn't done anything that's detriment to you know NFL policy mm-hmm. or or conduct. So I don't I don't see where to be a problem. So hopefully we could uh this won't be the last that we um hear from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in this article that I'm reading right here it says he has um expressed interest in the AAF. So hopefully, um, we can see how it goes. I mean, he's only 26 years old. He 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 has at least as a quarterback, he has at least 14 to 15 more years of football in him. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, it's I mean, especially we talking about playing till 40. He, he has a good bit of football left in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, so I mean, I don't see where uh, I don't see where anybody wouldn't take a chance on them. I, I think it'd be a really good uh, situation if they do. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to add to that? I mean, ah, that's I, pretty much it. I don't have anything on it either. I just hope that he gets his, his head on straight and over everything. Just where if it's if it's not, I hope he gets his head on straight and everything else uh, falls into place. And uh, definitely, we'll go from there because I think I think he'd be fine. You know, I, yeah, I mean, he just has to get in the right situation. He's going to be around a lot of NFL people if he gets into the AAF, former NFL people who, you know, and a lot of superstars in the NFL that are going to tell him, look, dude, you got talent, but you need to, you know, you got to buckle down and and act like you actually want to make it back to the NFL. And, you know, even if you have to take, take your lumps along the way, you just have to do that. Yeah, you know? I, think, I, I think with the AAF, the way it is, um, I think it's structured very well for people like him. I think he, he should would, go to Mike Singletary's team. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he can go to Singletary. I think he'll be fantastic under Steve Spurrier. Definitely. Um, you know, I know there's a game seems like they need a quarterback because they right. clearly don't want to start Aaron Murray. Right. The Atlanta team can use him. <laughs> um, what was the other um the Mike March team? I mean, any team that mm-hmm. has a that has a quarter uh has a a team that has discipline and or good offensive mind will be perfect for him. You know, so um, definitely. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, speaking of the AF, I mean, it looks like that league is struggling right along as far as the you know the entertainment value. Looks like it's still going pretty good. No, yeah, I, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying everything that I've watched so far, and um, as long as they keep that money situation good. 
they'll they'll be fine. It's just yeah. growing growing pains early on. But. I, I think I think what's going to happen with the AF, like say if you had like a perfect example, if you had Trent Richardson do well in the AF, a mm. NFL team picks him up and he goes to the NFL and be better than he was before. I'm not going to say like a bomb a bomb running back or or, or a, a, a superstar or anything like right. that. If he comes back and be serviceable in the NFL, that's a success story for the AF. Every, everybody knows how bad Trent Richardson was with his vision. Mm-hmm. And he's showing promise that he can play again. And if he goes to the NFL and does well, like I said, that's a success story. And if anything was to happen to the AF, I'm almost certain that the NFL will step in to save them. But mm-hmm. it, it, you you got to have that one player or one or two players that become a success story because everybody loves uh, a comeback kid. So if you have that comeback kid that comes out of the AAF, it's good relations for the AAF. It's a good relations for the NFL. It, it, it just is a good feeling for everybody. And the NFL is not going to let that fall by the wayside if that happens. No, so, definitely not. So I think that's what really needs to happen. I don't think that the money situation will be uh, – it won't even be a situation if you have that one player that comes from that one, you know, league and goes to the NFL and be decent, you know. So I think, uh, I think they'll be fine overall. Yeah, I just uh, think um, they they need to continue putting on a brand of football that they currently are putting on. Don't change too much to your league because it's good right now, and uh, as long as the players keep playing hard, the viewers will come. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's um that's the important part. Like, you want to put a good product on the field. I mean, we starting out with eight teams. I'm pretty sure that's going to garner enough interest for other teams to come along. Other players are coming along with more players. That means more teams, yep. and it'll be more widespread. And my other gripe about this, the other thing I would have it, which is somewhat of a gripe, they need to find better access to be reachable. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the YouTube channel is cool. And I understand, like, a lot of people are on YouTube or whatever, but um, it, they need to be on, like, real TV channels, ones that are very accessible. So I think that that's another thing that needs to be done. If they can get accessible to TV channels, I think they'll be really good. I think they'll be great. Yeah, because the initial launch on CBS was nice, but it seems like they're not going to be on CBS um, that more frequently. So they need to get back on CBS and yeah. at least have one game per weekend on CBS. Yeah, because I think that's where everybody was really watching, and a lot of people was excited because they were able to easily access it, and and people were actually able to see the product that they're putting on the field. And and to be honest with you, the product on the field has gotten better as the week's going along. So yeah. it'll be a better time to put them on those channels. I like agree. Right now, they're on CBS. At sometimes they be on TNT, and they're on that uh that bullshit uh. Fox Sports, I'm not Fox, but CBS Sports, Sports yeah. Network, which nobody can find. So I mean, they need to fix that. But um, other than that, I think it's gonna be uh pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna put on the screen because we're gonna go to the next topic if it pulls up. Um, I want to put this on the screen because uh, this is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. The Xbox brand is coming out with new console. And the consoles are basically well, presented to everyone. Hold on. Okay. The Xbox brand is coming. 
the new Xbox is coming to the uh, forefront, and mm-hmm. these are the, the leaked specs for the next Xbox. And mm-hmm. um, the Lockhart is the one that's uh, the lower tier, and they're saying that this Xbox would not have a disk drive. It'd be everything hmm. digital on it. That's the Lockhart. The Anaconda one is the one that's going to have a disk drive, and this is a lot of CPU and computer talk, so you may not understand it. But um, basically, the one at the top is going to be able to do uh, 4K 30 and 1080p 60. And the other one is going to be, obviously, 1080p 60. And uh, this one's also saying that this going to be able to do 4K 60. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually interested in how that's going to go because I want to know what the CPU and the GPU is going to be because they have the numbers here, but I don't know the actual what actual parts they're using. But these are new specs, and um, me personally, I'm looking at these, and I'm probably not going to look at getting an Xbox One X because I said I always said I was going to get one. Mm-hmm. But if these are coming out in 2020, I'm probably not going to get an Xbox One X. So, uh, right. what are your thoughts about this? Um, um, about oh. these new leaks, these leak specs are coming out. I mean, uh, they're real or what? I don't know how real they are. I like my Xbox One X. The only issue I have is the fact that um, it's not fully backwards compatible. Right. Um, I would be more interested in seeing the. I want to hear something about the new PlayStation because. I was a PlayStation kid, and I have way more PS2 games on my backlog than I do original Xbox games. So if that console comes out fully backwards compatible, that would definitely be the console that I go with early on. Yeah, they're they're already saying that the PS5 already has um they trademarked um some uh specs to have backwards compatible from PS4, 3, 2, and 1. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be like backwards compatible with all four. It's going to be compatible with all five consoles, which I think that's going to be that's going to be crazy. You it's going to be interesting, and if they could make it fully backwards compatible somehow, then it would be a lock for me as far as which console I'm gonna go with. But let me let me tell you. To be honest with you, um, I'm gonna drop this. I'm gonna drop this. No reason to keep that up. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, What's up, Pooh? Pooh is in the chat. What's going on? Okay, um, then what's up, Pooh? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't lost train of thought. I was gonna say, uh, they can do, oh, yeah, they can do backwards compatibility straight up. Mm-hmm. There's software out there to get this stuff done, they right. can put it in the console. The only one I have a problem with is probably, um, probably the PS3. Because mm-hmm. the PS3 parts, the, the cell processor in there is very difficult to emulate. Mm-hmm. If anything, they're going to, tr- if they have, if they would, if they can't emulate it, they might have to use that chip on board. And if they put that chip on board, the PS5 will not survive. It'll just be too expensive because that's not your regular computer chip. Right. You know, they really, you know, th- that is a very unique type of processor that they have. So, um, but PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, I mean, listen. I have a PlayStation 1 emulator on my computer. Mm-hmm. I have a PS2 emulator on my computer. They run just fine. Right. And, you know, this just some little this is a little PC that I built myself. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Pooh has a PC that he he got. He can run a PS2 emulator. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not hard to get at least PlayStation One and PlayStation Two. Right. Or hell, even with the PlayStation Four. Because I mean, PS3, I don't really care because I didn't have really any games I want to play from the PS3. Right. Uh, I was I was fully Xbox 360 during that generation. So right, you just more you just more worried about the PS2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PS2, I mean, PS1, because. PS One had, um, you know, they had they had a bunch of games from the late nineties that I want to play, like uh, some old wrestling games and right original Gran Turismo. So I mean, yeah. you know, there's yeah, definitely I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they can do it if I can do it on my computer with no problem. I know they can put at least the PS One and PS Two in the console, right? You know, so it's it's not hard. So um, the Xbox. I don't have a problem with Xbox backwards compatibility. They already shown that they can do it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the problem with it is if they're going to do backwards compatibility, they need to put it on board. What they're doing with the Xbox One, the Xbox One is emulation based on a, a server or a cloud. Okay. So when you put a disc in, the the server will detect like, okay, let's say the um, backwards compatible with uh, Forza 4. You put Forza 4 disc in the PS1, I mean, not the PS1, but if you put the Forza 4 in the Xbox One, mm-hmm. what happens is that server basically detects that disc and that will play the game through, I mean, it'll send you the information to your um, your Xbox One. Right. So I don't want that. I want it to be like, look, if I put this disc in, it should read the disc as if it was like the regular console. I don't. I don't want it to be on no server or no clock. Or what if the internet goes down and you don't have that game anymore? Right. You know what I mean, like, like say you don't have that game downloaded anymore, and the servers is down, so you can't get that game from the cloud anymore. It needs to be on the chip. The chips need to be on the board. Right. It needs to be in the console, and I think they can do that because, like I said, if I can, if I can run an emulator on my, I mean, look, the PlayStation One itself. There's an emulator for the PlayStation 1 on the original Xbox. Mm. Not the 360, but the Xbox before then. Right. So it could be done on a on a you know on the newer consoles easily. Mm-hmm. So um I'm actually excited for the specs. I, I like what I see. If they're trying to push to go for um a, a 4K 60, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wanted an X, but I've I never just went around to get it. So um I just need to know when it's going to be released because if it's going to be released in 2020, I'll probably hold off and wait. But if it's 2021, I may find my way to get an X. And see, the thing is, like, I don't envision the graphics getting much better. I'm sure they can, but like graphically, I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? For for 2K, 2K looks amazing. You know what I'm saying? There's certain games that look amazing to the point where I don't even think, well, you know, it could look better. My my thing is. My- Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say my thing is the developers of these sports games need to put back in the things that they've taken out at the you know at the benefit of better graphics because yeah, what we got this console generation was great graphics they got better every year but the gameplay and the content got worse so i don't i don't really care about i don't really care about um 
graphics. Honestly, I mean, I know they're gonna be there. They're gonna be good. No, I, th- I think the the thing is with the graphics. I think it's gonna be more uh, a resolution upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna get like four. Yo. Hello. Yo. Yo, you sound mad muffled. That's something that they're going to try to address with the next console. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me see. See, I sound muffled. Well, not anymore. I don't know what happened just now because you came back, but for the longest time, I couldn't hear anything you were saying. So you're good now. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yo. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, how's that? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know either. It's like I just went out and just uh came back in. Okay. The hell? All right. Can we continue? We're yeah, good? yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll just make it. Now you cut out again. What the hell? Hold on, let me see. Oh, I see. What about now? Yeah, yeah you're good. Okay, I figured it out. Okay. And then my headset was acting up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. I, was like, I was like, bro, like every two seconds, like I, I can't hear you. Okay, right. no, I got it. I, I figured it what it was. It's, it's this little adapter that's going on to my headset. Oh, okay. But um, what was the last thing you heard me heard me say? Um, you just talked about the resolution. Oh no! Like I said, when you have like real four K textures, you'll see a totally different compared to what's on console. Don't get me wrong. What the PS Four and the Xbox One do, they do an amazing job of, uh, you know, actually putting out four K content on some of their games. But mm-hmm. most of that stuff is built off of like let's say, um, ten eighty p. 720p maybe in um some cases you know like 1800p and it's upscaled so um to have like raw 4k textures if they do that on a um 
if they do that on the uh the next consoles, I think that'd be great. So yeah, that's true. You know, so but and then you're already talking about now. Well, based on what I've read, they're not even talking about going to 5K or 8K. I think that's just too much bandwidth to try to to push over a monitor or TV or anything like that. So I think mm. 4K is going to be around for a good little bit. So my main thing is, like you said, um, I mean, we just, I mean, we just got to 4K. You know what I'm saying? So like console wise, we just got there. So I mean, we don't need anything above that for the next console if it's going to come out next year. Yeah, I I, guess I think 4K is good for at least the next. Uh, four or five years. Yeah, at the at the minimum five. Yeah. You know, because four K is still a beautiful looking image on a television. Mm-hmm. But like you said, my main thing is when these consoles come out, I don't want it to be the good looking chick that can't cook. Yep. I, I need the substance. I don't. I don't want the fine woman that can't do nothing for me. I need something yeah. under the under the hood that's going to give me, like you said, in these sports titles, the modes, some of these games the content, the things that we want instead of just giving us a beautiful looking game, but on the back end is only like one or two modes is actually getting a lot of attention. 2K is really the only game that has stood the test of time throughout this entire console generation, especially uh, 2K19. I mean, if you look at every game, certainly most of the games that come out on a yearly basis, and basically the Basically, the yearly base type games outside of, a, well, at one point was Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. are the sports titles. So they constantly have to give you fresh content. Yep. To be honest with you, you look at all the sports that 2K is really the 2K basketball is really the only one that actually been trying to give you different things every year. That's it. You know, live has just been trying to improve. Madden's been literally taking things out and, and putting them back in and putting them back in, you know, um, well, and I can well, say FIFA too, but FIFA, yeah. FIFA already had a good base, so Same they didn't with, really have to innovate. Same with uh, NHL. Yeah, NHL, MLB the show is another one. Mm-hmm. You know, outside of their online problems, that game has been consistently good. The only thing that I understand, I know you, you, God you, damn ball going through that bat. I don't understand how they got away from that because the PlayStation Three versions of these games don't have that issue. You know what it's like? It's like the ball tangibility thing we talked about with next-gen 2K versus last-gen 2K. Right. It's, like, similar to that. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like... And that's one thing. It's like, it's funny, like, 2K19 has got the ball tangibility down. Now, there are some years past, it just wasn't there. Then you turn around and you look at NBA Live. Live has done a great job with their ball tangibility. They've This is since Live 14, but that's, like, one of the only things that they actually, you know, worked on. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's funny that you have like other games, you know, uh, MLB. In some cases, you still had. Um, I know NHL does a great job, but I know they had some instances where when you try to score a goal, you have like it's not bad, but you have some instances where you have certain um, the puck get clipped and it goes through a body part. Sometimes it go in. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah. It, it, it's not nothing. Well, NHL is nothing different than what it was last gen. So I don't really knock them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing like, and in, in the for all intents and purposes, it's nothing that really hinders the game. For the most part, mm-hmm. it still gives you a, a great hockey experience. Oh, while we're on gaming, um, I'm playing 2K right now while we're podcasting. And man, I'll tell you, putting this body sensitivity slider back up to where it originally was at the beginning of the year. This on-ball defense is so good. 
I think, you know, I played NBA Live. And mm-hmm. my thing was I've always wanted to give the game a fair shake to see what it's about. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good game. I just think it's a good game. N- NBA 2K19 is like the best basketball experience I've ever had. Bro, it's it amazing. I mean, not just basketball. I'm talking about like it's not to me, it feels more than a game. It's an experience. Yeah. When you're playing, like me and you were talking the other night. Mm-hmm. When I was playing with my my player, yep. and my my player is not none of these crazy things that you see on you know on um what you call it, on these YouTube channels with some guys like trying to get all ninety nines in three weeks and they're mm-hmm. averaging sixty something a game. Right. Now, look, I seen one guy, and he was saying that he finally made it to all ninety nines or something like that, or he got a ninety nine overall. This dude was averaging a hundred and one point seven game points a game. Oh yeah, they were playing on rookie. I was like, "What?" They play on rookie. Dog, I'm trying to play this game based on a regular NBA player, right? And my my player is averaging twenty two a game. He's doing twenty two five and three. I just became the starter. I'm good because it 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 feels like I'm accomplishing something every night. But you Even, don't know these dudes would catch hell in uh MLB the show, Road to the Show. Oh, yeah, because we catch hell. Road to the show don't even let you progress like that. They it's not it's it's that, but it's also the fact that you ain't gonna be hitting home runs like that, even on well, if you play on rookie, you might, but even then it's gonna take a minute for you to I, get I don't even think I don't, the thing when I notice with MLB the show. The lower the difficulty is, it's easier for you to hit the ball. But that doesn't mean you're going to yeah, hit a home run. the timing of the ball and where they place it. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're going to hit a home run every time. No. But you're going to get hits. I, I solid contact. Yeah, you're going to get solid contact. But in 2K, if you put it on rookie, of course you're going to dominate. On pro, you're going to dominate. And then they want to run to online and play with their souped-up my players, and they have like five of them, and they buy all the DLC in the world. And it's just crazy. That now, I'm going to t- tell you, yeah. I, and I told you this, I was the one, and y'all thought I was crazy when I was going to, I bought the package of NBA 2K19 to get all of VC. I did that. And you did it for a reason. Yeah, I did it for a, a reason. Different reason. Yeah, I did it for a different reason. You know, and but even then, I can't play with those dudes on the park. I can't do no. it. I can't. Because they don't they play. Find the exploit. First off, they play all day. And I don't know how you play one game all day. Right. As a grown-ass man. All right. Now, when I was little, I used to play Call of Duty all day. Merry Christmas. I'm like 25 now. About to be 26 this Saturday, by the way. All right. Um, <laughs> But, uh, nah. Um, I don't know how you play one game all day, one mode all day. The, the problem is I wanted to get with a group of people that's actually going to have fun and play some basketball. And, yeah. and there are some people on there. And I, I I ran into them and it was great, but the majority I'll say about 96, 97 percent of those dudes they're out there trying to find they're on the park trying to find exploits. Oh yeah, they're out there trying to you know manipulate the games. They're not even trying to play basketball. They just want to run up and down the court, shoot threes, and when you get the ball, they just want to find a way so they can spam and steal the ball and shoot more threes. They're not trying to move the ball around. They're not even trying to set picks. They're not even trying to run plays. They're not even trying to get open. They're just and don't let you miss a shot. Oh, it's they're, they're gonna pass you the game for the rest of the, the ball for the rest of the game. Right. You know. So it's like I played know. rec last year. I played rec league with my boys, and they actually play. 
the way you're supposed to play. And we will win in a lot of games, but then of course we would run into that one you know, that one group of try hard rainbow hair clowns that have all day to play the game and they play on rookie and soup their guys up and they got you know limitless range and they're shooting from like half court and just stupid shit and then we would lose and I'd be like well I'm going to play something else because yeah, yeah. it's stupid it, you know I mean, mean? but these are the same people who get on mutt and do these crazy stuff on Madden okay. you know and you do all this crazy stuff and it's like it's very disheartening because we're trying to play basketball yeah. and I think like I said with my mom player with 2K19 I'm having a phenomenal time with my mop, like even in a loss, mm-hmm. you still have like certain goals you have to make to to make to make your player better. So even right. in a loss, I feel like I'm progressing. I'm doing something. I'm perfecting my craft as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. It really feels like and and another nobody that outside of me and you, nobody never talked about is how good that story was for the mop player. It was really good. It was one of the best ones that they shut time. me up. Because yeah. when I when I trailer originally came out, I was like, oh, I'm gonna play these dumbass story modes in a sports game. But then I played it and it made sense. It was a good story. It wasn't something that was gonna randomly thrust you into this high position as a player when you really never earned it. You really you know, felt like yeah. you had to grind. You exactly you had to grind, you had to find your way back. Yeah. And on top of that, it was like Nothing about the story was cheesy or mm. it was nothing like corny or nothing like that. It was cause like the first one that he did in 2K16 when the, you had to load the, the dude that was, oh, he was like, he got killed or something. Yeah. It was so whack, man. It was, yeah, you know, it was whack. There was the Spike, the Spike Lee joint. Yeah, that shit was whack. It was whack, but like this one made a lot of sense and I liked it. They didn't lot. bring parents into it. Right, where yeah, your parents I mean, got to be, you know, just all that shit. It's like, no, just make it about the NBA and making it to the NBA or something like that instead of the way I, I still think they need to add Summer League. It should be an option. I don't know why Summer League is not in the game. like Because like, people don't want to play basketball. It's the, the G League should be there. It's a part of the NBA. It is. You know, so why? I mean, you should at, at the bare minimum, you should be able to to pick those teams and use them. Hey, I was I was in AAA on Road to the Show a and couple of years ago, teams. and I was playing like garbage. Not and they that. sent me down to Double A. Yeah, yeah, not only that, they have what Single A and Double A teams in MLB the Show. Single A, Double A, and Triple A. Yeah, they have all this. So what's the problem? I don't get it. You know, I don't know, but um, but still, yeah, two K. I just the only thing with the my career this year is. Um, I said this last week, just they need to add sliders because I want to make the ball, I want to make the ball security, um, the ball tangibility, what it is outside of the mode when I play the game. Right. Inside the mode, it's a bit, it's a bit off, but other than that, no, it's a really good mode. Yeah. I, and your I, teammates I, play a much better brand of basketball. That's exactly what I was about to say is that the teammates play a lot better mm-hmm. than previous games. Oh yeah. You know, and that's what, um, I'm. I love about it, right? You know, so um, definitely to to me, it, it's probably like the best basketball game I've played. One of my top sports games I've I've played easily. It's really annoying that Madden doesn't have a career mode like Road to the Show in my career because my favorite type of career mode to play is as a football player. 
Well, I mean, the way they did it is just so whack, though. Yeah, that long shot was terrible. Long shot's garbage, and it's not your story. You don't create your story. You don't create. I mean, or I should say, you don't really control your own destiny. Um, and the way they have it into like franchise is not really that good either because you can choose all the plays as if you're still the coach. Right. And, and you're a player. It's not supposed to be that way. See, like, right. at least with Road to Glory on NCAA, you didn't pick the plays. You couldn't pick you the didn't. plays. You didn't. You know, you had to run a play as a coach told you. If you were the better player or if you were the best in. player, they would feature you. Yeah, but yeah. You, you weren't able to run plays until you made a, a certain status in, in, in NCAA 14. You could yeah, all coach, coaches trust, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you had to go through all of that. So it was like, it's it, it, it's I don't know what's going on with with Madden, man. It's like it's we it, it should not get to the point to where we have to fix their game every year. Yep. I mean every the game. Year. I mean the game looks great. In most cases, the game isn't bad, but still, we should not have to fix their game every year. No. You know so. And they shouldn't have to fix shit that's not broken every year either. Right. But their fan base. With the mutt and all that bullshit, every year they find a way to ruin the game. And Madden 19 was going to be that game. It was going to be the game that everybody had been waiting for, gameplay wise, and they fucking ruined it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, man. Is with this thing with mutt and everything, they're it, it, they're damn near about to kill off this game. And it's yeah, it shouldn't be that way. And then we about to go into another generation. God forbid that. They try to use the same engine for the next generation. It, it's curtains at that point. They they better come up with something totally different for the next PlayStation and Xbox. They cannot bring this this they cannot bring this engine into the next con in the next console. That that'll be going on. That'll be the third generation that they're using that console. I mean that that engine. They can't yeah. they can't do it. Especially after putting out that RG three trailer. Oh lord. That RG3. shit was the first game of the console uh, generation. Yeah, and not only that, people are still waiting for that CGI trailer for Madden 06. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It's like the game should be moving like that by now. Yeah, the Madden 06 trailer was like, that was amazing. It's RG3 still amazing RPMs to this day. RPM closest we going to get, bro. Yeah, that thing is still amazing to this day. That is crazy. RPM is the closest we're going to get. Yeah, you might to, be right. To how RG3 was moving in that trailer. And don't even get on the goddamn jersey pulling. I mean, that shit might never happen at this rate. No. <laughs> I don't shit. see it. May- maybe next gen, but we said that last year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. I'm going to go touch a little bit on MLB the show. And um, after that, I guess we could close it out with a little bit of NBA talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to share the screen about the new improvements of MLB the show 19. Uh. Let's see. Here we go. Don't think you've been keeping up with it because I sure as hell ain't. <laughs> it, ain't, it, ain't it ain't much, man. It really isn't. But, I heard um, something having to do with defense. Bro, this this is the stuff that we know as of right now. New game modes, they have moments where you can get go back in the past and play with certain players. Yeah, and live with, yeah whatever. New unannounced game mode, March to October. Now, that game mode, my guess, I'm guessing that's a season mode. Like, it just seems like from March just a straight up season mode without yeah just well, they kind of already have well I don't know if they still have the season mode in the game. Matter of fact, I don't never remember the season mode being in it. In March to October, but 
That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, you know what it might be? What's that? You know how 2K has um you know how 2K has it where you can start the season and the off season? Yeah. You think that might be what it is? Could be because the season don't really start to like the uh, April. April, yeah. Could be, could be. But I that's my initial guess. I'm thinking that it's gonna be a a one a season mode. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out. Because now, this is one thing that interests me. Mm-hmm. The new road to the show, um, deeper RPG elements, ways to improve your player on and off the field, and the removal of level caps. That's Removal level caps is... This, this right different. here, yeah. This right here will make me want to buy the game. And see, here's the thing. The reason they can do that is because... There's no online elements to their creative players. So, right. Exactly. I, let me tell you something. I had a bomb. I had a bomb ass my player on 2K17 on PC. I can't even get them no more because the servers are down. And I'm pissed off at that. <laughs> I, I had a really good player on 2K17. And I was playing it the other day and I went back. The, the, the save file is there. But when I open the save file, what it tells me that, um, I need to be connected to the server to open this file. Mm-hmm. So I can't get them no more. So, mm. yeah. But what else you was about to say? No, no I was just saying um, with the with the attribute caps, I like them being taken off because they were limiting. I get that they're trying to not have everybody be a five-tool player because everybody can't be a five-tool player. But I don't think you should limit people to what they're able to do as far as power and things like that, just because you picked a, a particular prototype. Even, I mean, who's to say that you won't be able to hit for power in your fifth season in your career if you worked on it, even if you just picked a guy who usually hit for contact? You know what I'm saying? It just right. kind of limits what you can be. We've seen players evolve over time and get better at things that you thought they would never end up being good at. So, I mean, I, I, I don't really like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad they. I'm glad they took the attribute caps off. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. That's cool. But um, that I, I think that's good. I think, like I said, I think that's good. Good. Like you don't need like your player can be exactly who you want them to be. Right. And the way this game is set up, you're not gonna be able to exploit anybody but yourself playing. Right. You're not gonna be able to do it overnight. So. Right. I mean, not only that. Like you said, the, the the fact that online is not there, you can't right. take your player and play against other people and try to dominate. You, that, that's just if you want to live your own fantasy and you want to dominate the CPU, fine, have at it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that, but it's just the problem is when you have like other you know other players involved and they don't feel like they have a competitive chance. Right. But, um, um, I'm not even gonna talk about the Diamond Dynasty. I don't care about that. I don't either. Um. The other one is about Dynamic Dynasty. They said they spent the uh, off-season studying gameplay telemetry and community feedback to drive changing in our hitting and defensive AI. This oh. is that's huge. I hear hitting um well, hmm, community feedback. Well, I'll tell you what, the one thing that they've probably been hearing from the community is something they've been hearing from the community for a while, which is that hitting was too hard. Uh, and MLB the show 18 for me hitting was a bit easy. I never had um, a problem, I never had a problem with hitting in any other games. You know, my problem is with hitting, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's both of our problems, right? But I think, I mean, it depends on what the feedback is 
honestly. I don't know what kind of feedback they've been getting, but hopefully that enough people have told them that the ball goes through the goddamn back. That's what I need to know. I need to know if anybody told them that because I sent them a tweet and I have heard nothing. And I'm a nobody, so, I mean, it doesn't matter, but still. Mm-hmm. These guys who are community feedback members, they need to let these people know that that's a problem because it's it corrupts the game when you hit. Clearly, there's contact and the ball goes through the bat. You know, yeah. that's the problem. But um, and the last thing is uh, impress your friends and the competition with all new options for customization. Now, I'm wondering, I hope, not to cut you off, I hope that that means – they are going to come up with some new um some new swing animations they added some last year but swing animations but my main thing i think is going to be customization of the field oh, um that's true yeah you know you see what i'm saying they say pressure friends and the competition that might be diamond dynasty too then and man i no i don't need that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't need that to be Diamond Dynasty. I need that to be other things, too. Like, you know, there's other things that you can customize. Let's say if you want to take a picture of, of something that you have and you want to put that picture in the outfield where where the billboards are or something like that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or you want to put, like, yeah. your your YouTube logo in – you want it cropped in the center field or something like that. I think that I think stuff like that would be dope. Right. Like, you know, like if you want to build your own stadium or something like that, which I doubt that's a part of this because they would have told you build your own stadium. Mm-hmm. But um, let's say like I did with the court on NBA Live, like if I wanted to make frame rates field or something, I have it cropped in the center field, say frame mm-hmm. rates field or something like that. I think I think something like that will be um be I think that's what they're pretty sh- much shooting for. But um, yeah. my main thing, like I said, I'm going to go back to this road to the show. The RPG elements, when I saw the video, the YouTube video, them talking to people in the clubhouse, and that changes how people will feel about um, they'll feel about how you you are as a teammate throughout mm-hmm. the organization. I think that is phenomenal. Um, they don't even need to have a story mode. If they could just if I could just do that throughout the season, that's good enough for me because not only that my attributes will get better based on how I play, it also based on how I interact with my teammates. Mm-hmm. That that's pretty cool because like two K kind of has that, but it's more like you interacting with the press, not right. your teammates. Because if you say something nice about your teammates during an interview, your teammates are like that. But how would it feel like say if you talk to one of your teammates or whatever? And that's what I kind of wish you could interact with your teammates within that mode because I thought it would be something like that considering the fact that they have you sitting at your locker. But a lot of them are kind of these canned events, which is fine. But I think in the future you do need to be able to walk around and actually talk to people and, um, you know, uh, talk to people on your team and interact with them. Especially if – oh, yeah. What's up, Chris? What's up, Chris? How you doing? But especially if your teammate was, for example, maybe freezing you out during a game or something like that. Oh, well, yeah. I'm just saying if there's somebody that's behind you on a depth chart actually starting to play better and you have to mm-hmm. play better. And based on your interaction with him, could basically lower or gain his confidence. Like say if you say yeah. something, like if you try to say something to encourage him, it might boost his confidence and he might he might he might be on your tail even better. Or even that, talk to the coach and throw him under the bus. Oh, there you go. Or you may, y'all might get so buddy, buddy and friendly. Like, say, if you're an outfielder, 
he might be so buddy buddy with you, he might not even want to take your spot. He might just want to play left field and want to play with you. That's true too. You know what they I'm already saying? have the confidence system. No, it's already there. The morale system in the game. So yeah. this is stuff they would just have to sort of. Uh, all they have to do just all they got to do is make it a part of the thing. Yeah. Part of the game. Oh man, he says he's recovering from the flu. Jeez. Damn. You know, I've never had the flu before. Man, I had it back in 20. Oh, where's my wife? Oh, she just went downstairs. Um, babe, what year that was when I had the flu? 2014? My God, it was terrible. Hi, Crystal. <laughs> B- D- um, I'm saying DJ Bill says hello, Crystal. Yeah, I had it in 2016, too. Man, I need to take my vitamin C, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but we all doing good. We're sitting here. She's here watching TV while I'm doing the podcast. So, okay, then. Yeah. Like we, like we said, we're just some regular guys doing a podcast, nothing special. But, um, huh? anyway, um, yeah, it is because I had no, um, interest. I had no interest to buy in this game, like straight up. I had no interest in buying Lemo be the show 19. Based on what has happened with eighteen and seventeen, mm-hmm. like their games are so good. If you have one, you 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 could be straight. Bro, I feel like if I buy this game this year, I'm gonna jump right into uh, what you call it. Yeah, roll to the show. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, like, it's I, like I don't like, really have any incentive to play the dynasty mode. To play the dynasty mode, or even a, I mean, I'll probably play a play now game just to see what's different what, with yeah, the what, game. But yeah, like what teams are doing what? Yeah, I get yeah. It. The but trailer I, doesn't seem like the game moves any different. So, like, I have a dynasty on MLB to show 16 that I still play every now and then. And mm-hmm. I also have one that's on MLB to show 14 for the PS3 that I still play. Okay. So I'm not really looking for a dynasty mode because don't get me wrong, the dynasty mode is fantastic in MLB to show. It, I mean, they don't, they never really had to do anything to, to make it better because it was already good. Yeah. But um this road to the show, the way they got it right here, this is a a step up to make me want to say, you know what? I'll probably buy it for that mode and try to get into it on that level because I I don't have any, you know, interest in the other other parts of the modes. And it's okay. You Bro, know? and I'm not gonna lie. When that game, uh, I think it was MLB The Show 17, when that game came out, I was playing Road to the Show. Now, that's one mode I played all day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the thing about Road day. to the Show, they, the thing about Road to the Show is so compartmentalized to where it, it's all about you. If, if, mm-hmm. if you're not at bat, then you can fast forward the game. You're not it's missing. It's amazing, nothing. bro. Yeah, you so you don't even go have to go back to the main screen anymore. They, no. they put that in there. It's like that nope. keeps you in the mode for hours, yo. Yeah, like in, in the only in in the hours that you play, you can easily get like twenty games in. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like you can you can literally like if you really just casually play MLB the show, you can possibly run through an entire MLB Road to the Show career within yeah. a year. Yeah, you can. You can do like 10, 15 years because you can, like, say, for instance, if you're doing 20 games every time you pick up the game and you play the game maybe twice a week, I mean, you got to think about it. In like three, what, probably about three weeks, you're done with a season. You know what I'm saying? I mean, unless unless you're a pitcher or a catcher. Right. You got it good. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I mean, it's phenomenal how they do that, and um, I'm I'm here for it. So when the next one comes out, uh, I'm still on the fence, but like I said, that will be the reason why I will buy the game. I will say this: I am going to grab uh, Battlefield Five today. I think. Okay. What you getting an offer? Um. Do you you do you have it? I mean, I can. I mean, I got it on PC and Xbox One. Oh, you have it on Xbox. So I'll get it on Xbox One. Okay. Yeah, we 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 can hop on it. I don't have a problem with trying to play that because it's not a bad game. I don't have a problem with BF5 at all. You know, mm-hmm. I still think BF4 is the GOAT, but I don't have a problem with right. As long as it's better than Battlefield 1, I'll go ahead and buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just let me know. Okay. Yeah. Just let me know. But um, anything else you got to add? I mean, I think we're about to come to a close. I don't have anything else. Oh, we can do some NBA I know talk, we did. Yeah, I just, uh, you, I just cut myself off and said that we did so we can do some NBA talk. Um, yeah. How are your Bulls doing? They're not doing too good. No, I take that back. Let me stop. <laughs> no, they're doing all right, man. They've been winning a few games here and there since uh the last you know uh month or so that we talked about them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still well below five hundred, but I, I like what I see. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it's still just a building process. It, it, I mean, clearly, I think they need to do something with uh with personnel on the inside. I don't think the coaches mm-hmm. the coach do it, but the guys on the court, I have no problem with the guys on the court. Yeah, y'all got a young yeah, team. Yeah, we still have that's what I'm saying. We still have a young team, so I'm not really you know what I'm saying? I'm not really tripping. I mean, at one point when they first started, oh wait a minute. Oh, I gotta work. Never mind. I was looking at something. Um at one point I thought these guys could do something really good within mm-hmm. the, you know, within the you know in the conference because they had the team. It's just that they never came to fruition, and they they suck right now. But when I look at the Bulls, I see the Sacramento Kings of the East. The Sacramento Kings have a lot of good young players, and on the wrong night, they'll catch somebody sleeping. Yeah, and the Bulls are kind of that team right now. They're trying to get things in order. They got rid of Portis because clearly marketing is going to be that guy, and Wendell Carter is going to be that guy. So now they have that figured out as far as their front court is concerned. They have their wing player of the of the future in Zach Levine. I think he's going to be a superstar in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they're I won't say they're set. They probably need I think maybe they need to look at getting a better point guard. I don't know how high Chris Dunn's ceiling is. I, I agree. I think we can get another point guard and. I really think that we could use another center. Yeah, get me wrong. I like Wendell Carter, but I Lopez is kind of. I don't say on his way out, but he's, he's not, not on his way out. But he's not. He's not the future. Yeah, and I think Wendell Carter can be. He's a little bit undersized, mm-hmm. but um, I think he'll be fine. But I, right. I think we just really need somebody in there that's going to be a dominant force on defense. I think mm-hmm. that will help them a lot. Yeah, y'all don't every, blocking, really. No, because, like, everybody on this team, is their offensive-minded type of – they're the offensive-minded team. Mm-hmm. They're offensive-driven team. Everybody on the team can can shoot the ball. You know, so it's not that – that's not the issue. So right. um, I just think they need, uh, they need a defensive anchor. And me personally, I think um, – they need one on in the paint rather than having one on the on the perimeter. Yeah, I mean, I think Chris Dunn will turn into one of the best six men in the league, but his injury issues are worrying me. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think. Uh, that's why yeah. I think. That's why I think that the Bulls should need to. They may need to try to get another point guard and try to get another big man. 
Um, I think they'll I think they'll do great if they you know really uh address those two issues. Why don't y'all just tank for the last twenty games to see if y'all can sneak up there and get Zion Williamson? Or are y'all not not that bad? No, they're almost there now. (laughs) Yo, yo. I I mean, I mean, it's gonna be the Knicks, the yeah, the Suns. The Suns haven't played them out of themselves out of contention yet. Yeah, the Suns are twelve and fifteen. New York is thirteen and forty-eight. God, they suck. Um. We are 16 and 45, so we're like three. Oh, games you're right back. there. Yeah, you're right there. We're right there. We don't have to keep doing what y'all are doing, man. Right. We don't have to <laughs> keep doing what y'all are doing. Well, you uh, might end up with Zion Williamson or RJ Barrett, maybe. Even I, think, I, 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 think R- I think RJ Barrett is a better fit. He's I a head case. Yeah, he is, though. That is yeah, true. Well, I'm looking at these standings, man. I'm looking. We talk about the Sacramento Kings of the East. Sacramento Kings of the West actually looking pretty good. Well, well, the Sacramento Kings are obviously a better version. But I think, <laughs> I think the Bulls, as far as their roster, are a bit like the Sacramento Kings. But no, the Sacramento Kings actually, uh, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're Sacramento good. is good. And, and I'm going to tell you Denver. something. Right that's what I'm about to say. I'm going to tell you something that nobody wants to talk about. Denver might be the best team in the NBA right now. Bro, <laughs> like, I, the only joke. thing I'm worried about I mean, is... hold on. Before you, before you say that, mm-hmm. we talk about these superstars. We talk about the Paul Georges on Oklahoma City. We talk about Golden State with their team. Yeah. We talk about Milwaukee with Giannis. Or Giannis. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I can't say his first name, but I can say his last name like so easily. It's weird, right? But um, (laughs) you you talk about Milwaukee and all of them, and you talk about Houston. Denver literally has, like, a bunch of no-name dudes that are balling. Well, except Jokic. No-name dudes that are balling. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure he's somewhat of a household name now, and I'm not trying to be funny. Now, but... I tweeted, remember when I tweeted like a couple weeks ago, this was my first time actually watching this kid play. I yeah. had no idea Denver found a guy that good. Like dead right. serious. He's that dude, a... that dude is a monster. That dude is good. Nah, he's really good. He's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think no, they're one game behind Golden State. Their only issue is gonna be when they get to the playoffs, who's gonna be the guy on the perimeter? Like yeah, the that's guy. True. That's true because they don't have anybody on the yeah. Jokic plays really well in his own bubble as long as he can comfortably get people going without having to carry the offensive load. Let's see, right as of right now, they will be playing the Clippers in the first round if it they they sweep them. Yeah, they they'll sweep them. They and sweep then, them. Then they'll turn around and probably end up playing maybe like Portland or Utah after that. Utah, Utah, Utah will probably give a problem. Utah would be a good matchup, though. I would watch every game I, at I would watch that, but yeah, you're right, though. As far as the perimeter, Utah will smoke them on the perimeter. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it just comes down to the crunch time moments. I think they'll be fine for the first three quarters, but when it comes down to crunch time, is Yoke is Jokic the guy that you throw the ball into the paint and say, get me a bucket? It's not a knock against him, but I just don't know if he's that guy. There there hasn't been a guy that you rely on somebody like that during crunch time since, like, the Shaq and 
Olajuwon days. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, Embiid is kind of like that now. Yeah, Embiid is kind of like that yeah. now. Tim Duncan but, was probably like the last one. Yeah, but it, it like, Dirk, Dirk. Yeah, absolutely, Dirk. Yeah, he's still around. Right. Yeah, but you don't. I th- but even then, back then, that type of basketball wasn't really. This type of basketball now is not that type of basketball back then. They have like a Detroit Pistons type team, like the Detroit Pistons of the early 2000s, where it's like, yeah, you can say Chauncey Billups is the best player on the team, but they have like it's it's kind of close between the next two or three best players on the team. And that usually doesn't work. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. I mean, even on Golden State, Katie's the man. Steph's the man. Everybody else falls below that. Yeah, I mean, everybody talks about Clay Thompson and, and Draymond and all them, but people don't realize that people could talk about a big four or whatever about that team or a big mm-hmm. five of Boogie Cousins, but you can beat that team, Golden State, if one of those guys, KD or Steph, is not in the game. Yeah, I mean, I think as, as bad as the Celtics are struggling right now, I still think when the Celtics get to the playoffs, there's a switch that they can flip, and I think Golden State might have – trouble on their hands if they somehow end up facing the Celtics or the Raptors because the Raptors have proven me the wrong. Raptors I think is another one that, yeah, they look good. But you know a team that really impressed me? Victor Oladipo went down and Indiana is still chuggling right along. I'm yeah. actually impressed. I'm, I'm not impressed saying that they're going to be one of the teams in the playoffs that are going to mm-hmm. do something. But the fact that they still maintain the number three seed as of right now and, and they're still fighting off you know Philadelphia. That's a game behind them. Mm-hmm. You know when Victor Oladipo went down, everybody pretty much thought they were going to end up being like out of the playoffs. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I, and don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. I think that without Victor Oladipo, they're going to easily be like the First highest. Night. Yeah, they could be like the highest seed that could possibly get swept. And I, and I'm not joking when I say that because they just don't have the star power. But it's impressive that they're maintaining where they are throughout all this time. Yeah, I mean, I think that they've put together a good team as far as players that can win you games in the regular season as a unit. But when you get to the playoffs, you need that alpha dog, and their alpha dog is injured. Um, So they don't really have a second guy to turn to. And that's, I think, going to be their downfall. But I'll bring up one thing now that you're bringing them up. Tyreek Evans. Uh-huh. Do you remember how good he was when he first got in the league? I mean, everybody thought he was going to be the man the way he came out of college. Yeah, I, I swore he was. Then didn't he get injured, I think? Um, yeah, I think he got injured at one point, and he really hasn't been the same since. Yeah, he hurt his knee because he put Sacramento on the map, and that's before Boogie got drafted. That's a couple years before Tyreek Evans yep. came in and he was averaging some crazy stat line in his first year, like 27 and 5. Yeah, yeah, he was doing really good when he first started. I think it was like 27 and 5 or 27 and 6 or something yeah. like that. I mean, he was he was one of the first kids in that one and done situation. Yeah, he was, he was one of Kyle Perry kids. Yeah, that, that was, he, was, he was the one that came out. He came out right after Memphis. Derrick Rose. Yep. Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just thought I would bring him up because you brought up Indy. And, uh, man, he could have been so good. I mean, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. But 
that knee injury kind of derailed him, and he's never been the same. He doesn't have the explosiveness he used to have. Yeah, because he's only averaging 10 points a game now. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who was almost averaging 30 at one point. So or he used to be crazy explosive. Yeah. You talk about averaging 20 points, seven rebounds, or seven assists, and five, you know, boards as a rookie right. on a bad team, and they were winning games. Yeah, and like ever since then, it was like it has been the same. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy had a bit longer. Oh, man, let's not talk about that. That's so yeah. depressing, man. Yeah, God, what could have been? That dude that, was nice. That dude was giving everybody the business, regardless of who was checking him. Right. right. In playoff time, he was clutch gene, like just auto. But, you know, that fraud ass Lamarcus Aldridge got all the praise for the Trailblazers' success back then, which just boggles my mind because Brandon Roy was the best player on that team. Yeah, he was, uh, no doubt. But um, the Lakers are looking at not making the playoffs right now. Instead of shooting basketballs, they're pointing fingers. Which which to me is not a surprise because I I said after the All-Star break, I said, well, look, when you try to trade the whole team, this is the type of shit that happens. And, well, look. (laughs) <laughs> right. They're most likely not gonna win make the playoffs. They gotta go 16 and 6 their last 22. Oh wow pretty much to make it. I don't think they're going to. Um it's such I a don't shame, think though. huh? It's such a shame though, because it would have been really nice to see the Lakers in the playoffs, regardless if LeBron's there or not. Just the fact that the Lakers are in the playoffs is just is, is always a good it's thing. Good for the league, right? That's what I'm but saying. Those players are not going to be on the team next year. That much is obvious. No. Um, I guess this is just a year. People are talking about LeBron sitting out. I think that's utterly ridiculous. Um, there's no reason for him to sit out the rest of the year. They still have a chance to make the playoffs, and if they made the playoffs, I think they would be a tough out because maybe they would build some type of chemistry by then and and have a sense of accomplishment that they made the playoffs. Right they're now, they're, they're only yeah. three games behind. So yeah, they they're going to have to put their foot down on the gas pedal right now. And granted, Lonzo's been hurt. Okay, I do know Lonzo's well, been hurt. Question. What's up with him being hurt all the time? He just He's had a knee problem since college, it seemed like. I was like, he's like, you know, Paper bag man. He's like, it's always hurt. <laughs> it's funny because he's shooting the ball well this year. He's obviously yeah. has great court vision. He's a damn good all yeah, he's a, he's now, a, he's improved. Yeah. I mean, like me and you had differences about him. Like we didn't mm-hmm. like, I don't think that he should have been number two overall, but you right. do. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, I'm not going to deny that this guy hasn't played better than he did last year. Right. But, you know, easily. But I think I think that uh, once LeBron went down with that injury, mind you, they beat Golden State that game, right? But um, once he went down with that injury, I think that that really derailed things, and they kind of looked and said, "Well, this team can't survive without LeBron." I mean, what team can? Right. If LeBron's playing on that team and he gets hurt, there aren't many teams as set up right now that would be able to survive, other than a Golden State or a Houston, perhaps. But, I mean, there aren't many teams. So, to think that, oh, we should just get rid of everybody to get AD before he makes it into the offseason is kind of crazy to me. They tried to make a power play, which really turned out to derail their season. So, 
I, I just it's going to be interesting. It's going to be kind of weird watching the playoffs without LeBron. We haven't seen that since two thousand four. Yeah, I would. they made the playoffs ever since he's been in the league, pretty much, right? Uh, every year except two thousand four, and I want to say he missed it two thousand five, maybe, but I feel like he didn't. I can't remember. I, I, I'll be honest. I can't even go back to look right now. I mean, yeah, I, it's been 12 years. Yeah, I'm at, <laughs> at least because I had to pick that up. And I'm, I mean, I'm looking right. at something else right now. Um, This, um, another thing before we go, it's uh, Trey Young, Luka Doncic. I think I said that right. Yeah. Them, them two. I, yeah. I like, I, look, I, I can't even be mad at the Hawks keeping, going to get Trey Young. But, um, I, I would have liked to see Luca. Uh, I don't think Luca would have been a good fit for for the Hawks. Really? I don't think he would have. I I'm just I lived in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, what you mean from that? Yeah. Yeah, from yeah. that that standpoint. Yeah. I mean, but I'm liking both of them the way they're balling because I honestly thought that Trey Young was gonna be a bust. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I tried to tell you that boy, nice. Yeah, he's playing very good right now. Used to call him Trash Young. That man ain't deserved that. And trash Young at one point. <laughs> no, he, he was talking about some crazy shots, but I think he got. I think he got comfortable, and he learned a bit more about being a leader and trusting his teammates. And yeah, I mean, he's he's been. Yeah, I think, I think that's the main thing about it. What made him a better uh, made him a better player, using his leadership to his uh, learning how to be a leader and using it at his advantage. Because he could easily just go out there and just try to ball and and just try to get him, and you know that that's a lose lose for everybody. So you would, yeah. But the fact that he's out here averaging seventeen and seven, and mm-hmm. I mean seven, well, you could say eight because seven point seven assists a game. So mm-hmm. you're looking at a guy who's averaging seventeen and eight. Yep, that's really good for a rookie. That's damn good for a rookie. So you what? The league better watch out if they get Zion. If they get Zion, the Hawks. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. The Hawks get Zion. The Atlanta Hawks is going to the playoffs easily. I'm looking because I'm looking. Let me look at something real quick. Let me look at something. And I know they're like they're not too far off of getting. Well, they already have one protected lottery pick from mm-hmm. a, from the Luka Doncic trade. They have one protected lottery. Oh pick. dear God. Okay, so I'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at these standards right now, and it, I oh my God, it's it's like. It's almost like it's the year that Kyrie came out of college all over again. The Cavaliers are 14th in the Eastern Conference right now. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Again. They're 14 and 47. <laughs> if Zion Williamson somehow ends up on the Cleveland Cavaliers, he's going to be a bust. Yeah, I agree. If, I'm going to tell you right now. If he ended up getting drafted by Cleveland, he might well just say, you know what? I'm going to learn how to be a tight end and go in the NFL. <laughs> it's not going to be his fault. He's going to be a bust. Yeah. You know that that's not the place he needs to go. I agree. He can go anywhere else. The Knicks would be amazing. Just imagine that atmosphere the in Knicks MSG. Not, the Knicks would be nice. Um, Chicago would need some work, but that'd be a good that. That'd Phoenix, Phoenix would be a good fit. Um, Bro, Memphis, Dallas is thirteenth. They're not, uh, man. Memphis, no. Dallas, no. Hell no. Nobody needs to go to Memphis. Memphis I think, sucks. I, I think Memphis and Dallas would be a bad fit, but I think. Atlanta, you think Dallas would be a bad fit? I think Dallas would be a bad fit. Well, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Doncic is a pass first guard. Yeah, Porzingis. 
You got Porzingis. You got that would be that would be pretty Zion, good. Um, that would be pretty good if he goes there. I mean, I mean, they're not they don't have like crazy crazy amounts of um good pieces on that team but right I think, now. I think, I think from a point guard standpoint, I think that Trey Young will absolutely his game will be absolutely elevated if him and Zion got together. Because I mean, look at what oh, they're yeah. doing right now with him and John Collins. Selfishly, you know, on top yeah. of that, you got John Collins there too. I mean, Selfishly, I want him to go to either the Bulls, the Knicks, or I think I think the Bulls, Knicks, and maybe Phoenix. I think those three that I would like to see him go to. Now, a team that's not yeah. a, a team that's not a lottery pick that I would like to see him go to. Um, I would like for him to see see him play with D'Angelo. Um, 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 was it Russell? Russell yeah. I like to see him play with D'Angelo Russell in Brooklyn, but I, I that I highly doubt that it happened. But oh, I God, think imagine I, if he went to the Timberwolves. Yeah, you see what I'm I, I would like to see him in a place where, uh, with the point guard that can pass and can feed him the ball. I think that'd be phenomenal. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, the Bulls and the Knicks are the only two teams. I don't. The Heat don't have a goddamn chance in hell. So I'm not even going to talk about the Heat. I don't want to talk about the Heat in any capacity because they're pissing me off right and now. Be on, and to be honest with you, I think it will be in the NBA's best interest to try to put Zion in the East instead of the West. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he would disappear in the West. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just because they already have players who are established and have been established for years who aren't going anywhere. And um, that's just, I think, how that situation will play out. But just imagine – now New York is players in free agency. Just imagine getting Zion and, and and on top of that, you get players in free agency that you want. That's a win-win. Right. It may be actually one of the first times we've seen it since yeah, they've because, gone through a draft lottery format. Yeah, because they're they're talking about probably getting Kyrie over there. And KD is another KD one that can well. Yeah, that would be that would be actually pretty scary. I mean that Zion was, and KD and uh, Zion, KD and Kyrie. I mean Jesus Christ. You still, have, you still have Dennis Smith over there too. You still got Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox. Man, De- DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that would be yo. Talk about man. a team that you would like to see back in the playoffs. I'm telling you, man. I've I've always liked the Knicks. I've never. I'm not gonna call myself a fan because I'm far from it. But I've always liked the Knicks because. I was an Allen Houston fan. I was a Latrell Sprewell fan. I always liked the idea of MSG I mean, being the mecca of basketball. Yeah, and I'll say not only yeah. that, not only that, you just had there were certain cities and certain teams that just it was a good it was a good feeling to watch the NBA when those teams were good. Like right. I'm a I'm a Bulls fan. I don't care about the Knicks like that, but watching Chicago and New York go back and forth, I would look that's must see TV all the time throughout the nineties. Exactly. And, you know, with the Lakers. The Lakers, you would like to see the Pistons. At one point, Portland was that team. Mm-hmm. The Celtics, like, obviously. The Celtics, obviously. There were, like, some teams that you just – There were just some teams that you would just want to see on TV. And the Knicks, the Lakers, like I said – um Oh, the, shit. Yo, quick, quick, quick. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is $24. Should I get the shit? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even an Assassin's Creed fan, but I think I think that's a good twenty four dollars for a new game is a uh, come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's good. That's but good. yeah, um, the Knicks. Yeah, I I definitely get what you're saying. It's just good for the league. Man, these graphics are pretty nice. Uh, it's just good for the league to have certain teams doing well. It's just good for business. 
And I think Chicago is one of those teams at this point. Um, man, I'll tell you, it's going to be th- this draft is going to be interesting, but more importantly, free agency is going to be interesting. I don't really care too much about the result of this year's finals. Um, as bad as that sounds. We're getting really close to it. I'm not really that interested because this free agency is going to be so much more important to the league as a whole, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't really even get myself to care. I I, I would think that Golden State would just repeat, honestly. I mean. But let me tell you something before we close this out. Mm-hmm. If Golden State repeats. Three peats. Yeah, three peats. That's what? Four and five years. Four and five years. This, the, you know what? I'm gonna leave that for another day. I'm not even gonna go there. No, no, no. Because no, I was gonna start talking about Kevin Durant's legacy, and I'm not gonna do go that. Ahead. I'm not gonna do that yet. Good. I'm not there. Not, we're not. We're not there yet. <laughs> because four out of five is something to really, you know. Well, he's three out of four. Oh yeah, he's not there. That'd be three out but of four. Steph is four out of five. Four, Steph would be four out of five, but still, I, Clay would be four out of five. Yeah, everybody else except for him, basically. <laughs> right, it, it's something I'm not, I'm not ready to get into yet. But I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not ready for that. But uh, anything else you want to add before? Because I'm, I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of topics. Uh. there was something else I had. I'm trying to think. Uh, One thing I say. Honestly, let me know when you get the Battlefield Five up and running, because man, like I said I I can get on my Xbox and we'll just go from there. Yeah, I'm gonna download this uh this assassin. Man, I'm, that's actually good that it's twenty four dollars. Uh, I gotta watch the review and see what I'm getting myself into. Yeah, from what I heard, I heard it's a pretty good game, but I don't think it's a sixty dollars type game. But so twenty four, I think you're good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just kind of glad they've gotten away from the other story because I was I was getting a bit tired of it. Um, yep. so this kind of can make me feel a bit refreshed on the franchise, I suppose. Well, that's true. Um, I stayed away from it for long enough because I haven't played Assassin's Creed since the second one. And I told myself I was going to download the third one once it got remastered. And when it does, I will be. So, um, I don't, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. Luckily, oh, and I didn't say luckily, but sadly, <laughs> DJ couldn't make it. Uh, yeah, try to make it, but um, I guess he's uh still at work or whatever. But um, went over an hour and a half. This is the first and friendly race podcast. So this is episode 56, where this is where we talk about sports and sports gaming. I myself, a VF baller. You can catch me on Twitter at VF baller. Bills is at Bills Fourth, and DJ is at DJ81. All of our uh Twitter links are down in the description. You can also catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Those are also down in the description. And um, look out for think, my album this summer. Yeah, yeah, definitely let that look out for his album. I mean, guy has talent. I don't know why y'all ain't been following him to begin with. Y'all slipping. <laughs> I appreciate seriously, it. yeah, seriously, man. But um, yeah, check out his music. Definitely, um, you can find that on his uh, Twitter page as well, Bills Four. Mm. Um. Catch us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, that's is where, if you haven't listened to the podcast here or live, you can also download it on your phone or any of those um, applications. Mm-hmm. And you can put it on your device and listen to it on the go. Um, and one thing, like, even if you're not listening to it live or you're listening to it wherever, spread the word and let people know. Um, I know we haven't been doing the best of uh, promoting ourselves. This week was me. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we haven't been doing it, but I promise you, we are, I feel, we're the best damn podcasters out there. There's oh, yeah. none. I mean, we talk about stuff straight up. We give it to you, you know, as, as real as it is, and we don't, we're not anything cheesy or anything else out of the way. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely um, spread the word. Let people know what's going on. And um, I'm actually thinking about putting stuff on Instagram and uh, actually pushing this out a little bit more because I think more people need to know what we're doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it for us. You got any last words? Nah, um, next week, please bring some people who's kind of dead in here this week. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, like last week, last few weeks, I mean, the comment section was straight. I mean, we were, you know, had a, you know, had about a dozen people in here one time. Everybody got other stuff to do now. Yeah. You know, but it's all good. Cool. Cool. Regardless, we're going to keep pushing this content and you know where to find us. And we're going to keep doing this and we'll have more topics next week. So until then, yeah. you guys take it easy. Peace. Peace.